Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. What are Jesus' commandments? Jesus teaches us to keep his commandments, but what exactly are they? Introducing the book, Every Commandment of Jesus Christ in the Holy Bible. This book is available in ebook, audiobook, paperback, hardcover, and large print. Here are some of the commandments of Jesus as presented in the book. Here are some of the book's latest reviews. Jesus says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Get the book, Every Commandment of Jesus Christ in the Holy Bible at unitedinjesuschrist.org forward slash store today. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. United in Jesus Christ is on a mission to get the book, Every Commandment of Jesus Christ and the Holy Bible in the hands of believers around the world. Get your 10% discount using the code SHAMAR10 at checkout, and you'll get 10% off of the $7.99 ebook, $12.99 audiobook, $12.99 paperback, $19.99 hardcover, and $25.99 large print copies. Those are the retail prices, and you get 10% off if you use the code SHAMAR10 at checkout at unitedinjesuschrist.org slash store. I personally recommend the book. I own a copy. I think it's great for everyone, you know, evangelizing the word, this truth, this Torah that the Messiah taught it and that we should keep it. So, yeah, if you guys want to get your hands on it, go ahead to unitedinjesuschrist.org. Use the code SHAMAR10 at checkout, S-H-A-M-A-R-1-0. And uh, get your copy of Every Commandment of Jesus Christ in the Holy Bible. All right, guys. Welcome to the Guard Your Garment podcast. I am your host, Shamar the Bread. What am I wearing? A linen shirt, baby. Thank you to my pops for giving it to me. And, you know, I got my little head wrap. I got my little, my little turban, head wrap, scarf, whatever people want to call it. I think it looks cool. I rock it. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. Hey, it's 2.55 in the morning. Y'all know I'm on the night shift. So I'm glad to have you all here to read the tour with me on Shabbat. We're doing the tour portion, Guard Your Garment podcast. This is number 28. And we're going to go through Genesis 5 through 8. This is going to be uh, interesting and a good, like a very fun tour portion. It's one of my favorite stories in the scriptures. It's not a story. It's history. It's truth uh noah's ark it's uh you know we're gonna go through some jazz here get some more details on it and uh i'm excited for this i hope you all are excited as well for the west coast family you guys are blessed because this is around the time y'all up for the east coast family i'm so sorry i'm doing it late but uh this is the best time to do it i got children you know and uh it's just easier for me to 
be more participant during Shabbat and not have to fit in uh, podcast there. So thank you all for bearing with me. Those who are watching it live, you know, you don't have to force yourself to stay up. But if you are up, shout outs to you. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy. And I hope that the Holy Spirit leads us through uh, this Torah portion. So without further ado, before we kick off the show, let's listen to this fire track called Fight by my brother, Freebrew Elari. I love this song right here. Uh, whenever I get on the bike uh, over at the gym, the little recumbent bike, so I can get my little, you know, my little leg stretch in. I like to listen to that song. Whenever I'm going for a walk, I like it to listen to that song. This is a, this is a good song. This is a, this is a powerful track. So we'll get this song going, and then we'll go ahead and kick off the show. Shabbat Shalom. Stand up. 
For Mizraim, I'm gonna let it woo fight, fight, man. I love that track, man. Listen, if you go to the gym and you get on the bike to this thing right here, man, you're gonna you, you're gonna feel the spirit. You're gonna feel the spirit, man. I love I love that song right there. Fight broke the chains off of Mizraim. That man, that song goes hard. All righty, so. I hope you guys are doing great on this Shabbat. As you know, we get our little worship music before we uh, kick off the show. And uh, yep, you guys know the new format in which we're doing it. So we're going to read straight through Genesis 5 through 8. We're going to let the word speak first. Take a little commercial break. You guys are going to like the song that I put on because it's about the flood. So it's going to be a good song I'm going to put on for the commercial break for what we read. But, yeah, we read first. We let the word speak first. You know, and that's also for the people who, you know, they only got like 20, 30 minutes. So, you know, you listen to some worship music on your way to work. Listen to the word speak first, you know, and then got to get going. I get it. People are busy. Uh, and then after that, we chop up some notes and we fellowship here in the garage. That is Spanish for garage. All right. That's your lesson for the day. All right. Let's kick it off. Man, I know my wife is probably going to watch this and be like, you are so corny. So what? Y'all like it? If y'all like it, I love it. All right. For real, though, if, if you think my jokes are corny, put it in the comments and I'll think about not being such a corny dad. All right. Genesis chapter five. Before we kick this off, let's pray. Abba, we come to you in the name of your most precious holy son, Yahshua HaMashiach, and we give you all the thanks and praise. And we ask for forgiveness for any idle words, idle deeds, and idle thoughts that we may be forgiven of them and led to repent from them so that we are not condemned and judged for them on the last day of the day of our judgment. Abba, I ask that we are given the ability by you in the name of your son to walk in the way and not lean to the left or to the right, to not give in to the nasty wills of the flesh, no matter how stressed we are, no matter how upset we are, no matter 
how bad it is out here. Help us stay in your spirit. Help us stay in your son so that we do not worry of the things of the world. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? And what shall we wear to the point where we sell out and forget about you, Father? The flesh is weak, but your spirit is strong. Keep us in your spirit and help us forsake the flesh. In Yeshua's name, we ask that you please forgive us of our sins and wash us clean and deliver us from our sins. In Yeshua's name, we give you all the thanks and praise, and we love you so much, Father. Thank you for this Shabbat. Amen. All right, let's get to it. Let me just make sure everything's good to go on this side. Let me just do a quick sound check. Sometimes I get a little paranoid. All right, sound check is good. Uh, right now, I have it, the live kind of playing off of my phone just to make sure all the sound is good, you know, because I upload this uh, podcast format. You know, I don't want to mess this up for you guys, you know. So Genesis chapter five. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam in the day that Elohim created man. He made him in the likeness of Elohim. Male and female, he created them and he blessed them and called their name Adam in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and brought forth a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And after he brought forth Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years. He brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. And Sheth lived 105 years and brought forth Enosh. Sorry about that. And after he brought forth Enosh, Sheth lived 807 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Sheth were 912 years and he died. And Enosh lived 90 years and brought forth Canaan. And after he brought forth Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and brought forth Mahalalel. After he brought forth Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. And Mahalalel lived 65 years and brought forth Yered. And after he brought forth Yered, Mahalalel lived 830 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years and he died. And Yered lived 162 years and brought forth Hanak, Enoch. And after he brought forth Enoch, Yered died. After he brought forth Enoch, Yered lived 800 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Yered were 962 years and he died. And Enoch lived 65 years and brought forth Methuselah. And after he brought forth Methuselah, Enoch walked with Elohim 300 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with Elohim. Then he was no more for Elohim took him. And Methuselah lived 187 years and brought forth Lamech. And after he brought forth Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. And Lamech lived 182 years and brought forth a son and called his name Noah, saying, This one does comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which Yahuwah has cursed. So, uh, 
quick side note, you know, uh, shout outs to Adam at Parable of the Vineyard. He brought it up. And since then, it's been on my mind. People name their children after they were born. And shout outs to all my brothers and sisters in this truth whose names are Noah, because this one does comfort us. This is, this is a beautiful name. So shout outs to you guys who have the name Noah. It's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful, you know, this is, this is all beautiful. And shout outs to the people who just had kids and uh, who just had children and named them Noah. Shout outs to you guys. I'll praise to the most high in Yahshua's name that he blessed you guys with that name to put on your child and that your parents gave you that name. And after he brought forth Noah, Lamech lived 595 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years and he died. And Noah was 500 years old and Noah brought forth Shem, Ham, and Yepheth. And it came to be when men began to increase on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men, that they were good, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And Yahuwah said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever and is going astray. He is flesh and his days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of Elohim came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, the men of name. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And Yahuwah was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. And Yahuwah said, I am going to wipe off man whom I have created from the face of the ground, both man and beast, creeping creature and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahuwah. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with Elohim. And Noah brought forth three sons, Shem, Ham, and Yepheth. And the earth was corrupt before Elohim, and the earth was filled with violence. And Elohim looked upon the earth and saw that it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And Elohim said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And see, I am going to destroy them from the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with a covering. And this is how you are to make it. The length of the ark is 300 cubits. It's width 50 cubits and its height 30 cubits. Make a window for the ark and complete it to a cubit from above and set the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower second and third decks and see I am myself and bringing flood waters on the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath of life from under the heavens. All that is on the earth is to die. And I shall establish my covenant with you and you shall come into the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons wives with you. And of all the living of all flesh, two of each you are to bring into the ark to keep them alive with you, a male and a female of the birds and their kind and of the cattle after their kind and of all creeping creatures of the ground after their kind, two of each are to come to you to keep them alive. As for you, take of all food that is eaten and gather it to yourself and it shall be food for you and for them. And Noah did according to all that Elohim commanded him, so he did. Genesis 7, and Yahuwah said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, 
because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Of all the clean beasts, take with you seven pairs, a male and his female, and of the beasts that are unclean, two, a male and his female, and of birds of the heavens, seven pairs, male and female, to keep offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I am sending rain on the earth, 40 days and 40 nights, and shall wipe from the face of the earth all that stand that I created. And Noah did according to all that Yahuwah commanded him. Now Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters were on the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of the clean beasts and of the beasts that are unclean and of birds and of all that creep on the earth. Two by two, they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as Elohim had commanded Noah. And it came to be after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second new moon, the 17th day of the moon, on that day, all the foundations of the great deep were broken up and the windows of the heavens were opened and the rain was on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. On that same day, Noah and Shem and Ham and Yepheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them went into the ark. They and every life form after its kind and every beast after its kind and every creeping creature that creeps on the earth after its kind and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two of all flesh, in which is the breath of life. And those going in, male and female of all flesh, went in as Elohim had commanded him and Yahuwah shut him in. And the flood was on the earth 40 days and the waters increased and lifted up the ark and it rose high above the earth. And the waters were mighty and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. Sorry about that, guys. Something jumped on my leg. And the waters were exceedingly mighty on the earth, and all the high mountains under all the heavens were covered. The waters became mighty, 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died, the creeping creature on the earth birds and cattle and beasts and every swarming creature that swarms on the earth and all mankind, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, all that was on the dry land died. So he wiped off all that stand, which were on the face of the ground, both man and beast, creeping creature and bird of the heavens, and they were wiped off from the earth, and only Noah was left, and those with him in the ark, and the waters were mighty on the earth 150 days so real quick guys uh just to add more context because there's a little missing context here so it's, it's specifically when they go on the ark jasher uh six before uh just, just to cover this portion and add some more context to it uh so when you go to jasher chapter six in the beginning you see he's loading up the animals and this is what's happening because this is like, you know, you just read through it and you see it. No, this is, this is a very chaotic moment going on right now. So Jasher 6, 11 to uh, 15. Uh, let's go. And on that day, Yahuwah caused the whole earth to shake and the sun darkened and the foundations of the world raged and the whole earth was moved violently and the lightning flashed and the thunder roared and all the fountains in the earth were broken up such as was not known to the inhabitants before. And Elohim did this mighty act in order to terrify the sons of men 
that there might be no more evil upon the earth. So this is right before the flood happened. And still the sons of men would not return from their evil ways. And they increased the anger of Yahuwah at that time and did not even direct their hearts to all this. And at the end of seven days in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the waters of the flood were upon the earth and all the fountains of the deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were open, right? Flat earth, we live, in, we live under a dome. So the windows, there's windows on that dome over us and he opened them. He didn't break the firmament like ball earthers like to say whatever. No, he didn't break the firmament. He opened the window and let the water out. Otherwise, I would have said the windows of the heaven were broken and the windows of heaven were opened and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. And Noah and his household and all the living creatures that were with him came into the ark on account of the waters of the flood and Yahuwah shut him in. And all the sons of men that were left upon the earth became exhausted through evil on account of the rain for the waters were coming more violently upon the earth and the animals and beasts were still surrounding the ark. And the sons of men assembled together, about 700,000 men and women, and they came unto Noah to the ark. And they called to Noah, saying, Open for us, that we may come to thee in the ark, and wherefore shall, shall we die? And Noah, with a loud voice, answered them from the ark, saying, Have you not all rebelled against Yahuwah, and said that he does not exist? And therefore Yahuwah brought upon you this evil, to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is not this the thing I spoke to you of 120 years back, and you would not hearken to the voice of Yahuwah? And now do you desire to live upon the earth? And they said to Noah, we are ready to return to Yahuwah, only open for us that we may live and not die. And Noah answered them saying, behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls, you wish to return to Yahuwah. Why did you not return during these 120 years, which Yahuwah granted you as a determined period? But now you come and tell me this on account of the troubles of your souls. Now also Yahuwah will not listen to you. Neither will he give ear to you on this day so that you will not now succeed in your wishes. And the sons of men approached in order to break into the ark to come in on account of the rain, for they could not bear the rain upon them. And Yahuwah sent all the beasts and animals that stood around the ark and the beasts overpowered them and drove them from that place. And every man went his way and they again scattered themselves upon the face of the earth. So this is a very chaotic situation, to say the least. And then Genesis 8, 1. And Elohim remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the cattle that were with him in the ark. And Elohim made a wind to pass over the earth and the water subsided. There's a little more context to that. If you go down to Jubilees chapter six, I mean, not Jubilees, Jasher chapter six, uh, verse 27 down to the end, just to throw the full context in there. Well, well not to the end to uh, 32, 27 to 32. All right. And the waters prevailed and they greatly increased upon the earth and they lifted up the ark and it was raised from the earth and the ark floated upon the face of the waters and it was tossed upon the water so that all the living creatures within were turned about like pottage in a cauldron. This was not a carnival cruise. And great anxiety seized all the living creatures that were in the ark and the ark was like to be broken. 
and all the living creatures that were in the ark were terrified. And the lions roared and the oxen lowed and the wolves howled and every living creature in the ark spoke and lamented in its own language so that their voices reached to a great distance. And Noah and his sons cried and wept in their troubles. They were greatly afraid that they had reached the gates of death. And Noah prayed unto Yahuwah and cried unto him on account of this. And he said, oh, Yahuwah, help us, for we have no strength to bear this evil that has encompassed us. For the ways of the waters have surrounded us. Mischievous torrents have terrified us. The snares of death have come before us. Answer us, O Yahuwah, answer us. Light up thy countenance toward us and be gracious to us. Redeem us and deliver us. And Yahuwah hearkened to the voice of Noah, and Yahuwah remembered him. And a wind passed over the earth, and the waters were still, and the ark rested. Boom. That's Genesis 8.1. And the fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were stopped and the rain from the heavens was withheld. And the waters receded steadily from the earth. And at the end of the 150 days, the waters were diminished. And in the seventh new moon, the 17th day of the new moon, the ark rested on the mountains of Ararat. So guess what we got coming up Sunday night? Yam Teruah. Yam Teruah, right? And Sukkot, Sukkot takes place. Let me double check because uh, just a quick side note, because this just dawned upon me while we were reading it. Like, I'm just like, hmm, I didn't think of this when I was putting my notes together. So maybe Abba made it that way. So real quick, let's go to Leviticus chapter 25, because it. If I'm not mistaken, it's looking like Noah probably kept Sukkot. Uh, I know in, in Jubilees, it says Abraham was the first to keep Sukkot. But, you know, if you guys know, uh, Abraham, uh, the, nobody was keeping Torah like that except for uh sham and never and jasher stuff but this is I, I just need to let's just check this out let's let the words let's let the word speak it's leviticus 23 here we go leviticus 23 um, let's just do it like this leviticus 23 feast of first fruits feast of weeks all right feast of trumpets Oh, geez, man, this amplified version is sick, bro. I don't like it. I just needed something. On the first day of the seventh month, no, that's first day of the seventh month is Feast of Trumpets. Tenth day of this seventh month is the Day of Atonement. Fifteenth day of the seventh month is the Feast of Booths or Tabernacles to Yahuwah. So the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Booths, right? First day of the new moon, Yom first day of the seventh new moon, Yom Teruah. That is tomorrow night. And then, and then the 15th day of the seventh new moon is Sukkot for seven days. Check this out. And in the seventh new moon, 
the 17th day of the new moon, two days into Sukkot, the ark rested on the mountains of Ararat. It's, it's two days into Sukkot, correct? Hope I didn't say that wrong. All right. In the, in the seventh new moon, the 17th day of the new moon, the ark rests on the mountains of Ararat. Wow. Would you look at that? All praise to the most high Yahshua's name. I can't blow my shofar right now. People are sleeping, but. Quiet trumpet. Look at that. And the waters decrease steadily until the 10th new moon. In the 10th new moon, on the first day of the new moon, the tops of the mountains became visible. And it came to be at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent out a raven, which kept going out and turning back until the waters had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove from him to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for its feet and returned into the ark to him, for the waters were on the face of all the earth. So he put out his hand and took it and pulled it into the ark to himself. And he waited yet another seven days. And again, he sent the dove out from the ark. And the dove came to him in the evening and see, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in, his, was in its mouth. And no one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. And he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return to him again. And it came to be in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the new moon, that the waters were dried up from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and saw the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second new moon, on the 27th day of the new moon, the earth was dry. And Elohim spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife. So sorry, guys. You and your wife and your sons and your son's wives with you. Bring out with you every life form of all flesh that is with you, of birds, of cattle, and all creeping creatures, the creeping creatures on the earth, and let them teem on the earth and bear and increase on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his son's wives with him. Every beast, every creeping creature, and every bird, whatever creeps on the earth according to their kinds, went out of the ark. And Noah built a slaughter place to Yahuwah and took of every clean beast and of every clean bird and offered ascending offerings on the slaughter place. And Yahuwah smelled the soothing fragrance and Yahuwah said in his heart, never again shall I curse the ground because of man. Although the inclination of man's heart is evil from his youth and never again strike all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. All right, guys, that's the end of the reading portion right there. And then uh, we're going to play this uh, nice this uh, nice little Noah's Ark song. And uh, we'll go ahead and get into these notes. The name of the song is Days of Noah by my brother Hezekiah. Get on the hockey, close the door. I get the fire, ain't playing. 
the seals, they got me like, whoa. Flip, flip to the wilderness, ready to go. Who shall we fear? We got him on the boat. They telling us, take it, I'm telling them no. They keeping the peace, I'm keeping my soul. Hold in my land while we hitting the road. Days are over, gotta endure till these days is over. Bring by the dub, bring by the king that was sent from above. Sending them plays, he doing it for us. Always made, he done had enough. Tired of people playing with his love. He tried, he sent us down his only son. He opened the seals, you about to get crushed. Let me know how y'all like that song. Go follow my brother Hezekiah. Go follow my brother Freebrew Elari. Man, get on the arc and close the door. That track hits, man. That track hits. So... Give me one My bad, guys. All right. So it's time to get to the notes portion of this thing. Quick sound check.
Yeah, my bad, guys. Sometimes I like, you no, know, I got my baby. I'll be worried. I'm like, is he crying? He should be asleep. Uh, all right. So let's uh get to it. All right. Genesis chapter five. So, uh, the note that I, uh, some notes I got here. So Genesis chapter five, verse five, you see, so all the days that Adam lived were 900 and, oh shoot, I forgot to share the screen. All right, here we go. All right. So for Genesis chapter five, you see right here. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. When you go to Jubilees chapter four, verse 29 and 30, it gives you more details as to why he died at the age of 930. And at the close of the 19th Jubilee in the seventh week in the sixth year thereof, Adam died and all his sons buried him in the land of his creation. And he was the first to be buried in the earth. And he lacked 70 years of 1000 years for 1000 years are as one day in the testimony of the heavens. And therefore was it written concerning the tree of knowledge on the day that you eat thereof, you shall die. For this reason, he did not complete the years of this day, for he died during it. And at the close of this jubilee, oh, no, no, that bar, yeah. So for he died during it. So that's why he died at the age of 930, because a day to the most high is a thousand years. And then we go to Genesis chapter five, verse nine. I thought this was very interesting. And Enosh lived 90 years and brought forth Canaan. We don't really hear about Canaan, but if you go to Jasher, chapter two, starting at verse 11, and Canaan grew up and he was 40 years old and he became wise and had knowledge and skill and all wisdom. You know, that means that means Torah It's following the most high. And he reigned over all the sons of men and he led the sons of men to wisdom and knowledge for Canaan, for Canaan was a very wise man and had understanding and all wisdom. And with his wisdom, he ruled over spirits and demons. And Canaan knew by his wisdom that Elohim would destroy the sons of men for having sinned upon earth and that Yahuwah would in the latter days bring upon them the waters of the flood. And in those days, Canaan wrote upon tablets of stone what was to take place in time to come. And he put them in his treasures. And Canaan reigned over the whole earth, and he turned some of the sons of men to the service of Elohim. Remember, this is the Melchizedek priesthood. It's keeping Torah. Now, check that out. So a little note that I put myself on the side. Canaan was a prophet. He was a prophet. He'd be pre-prophesied. And then uh, Genesis chapter 5 verse 22 to 24, right? So then we fast forward to Enoch and to Methuselah, right? 
So right here. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. And Enoch lived 65 years and brought forth Methuselah. And after he brought forth Methuselah, Enoch walked with Elohim 300 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So when we go to Jasher chapter three, Jasher chapter three, we get to see, right? Because all we hear about is Enoch real quick. But we don't learn about Enoch. We have to go to Jasher and Jubilee. So if you go to Jasher, chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. And Enoch lived 65 years, and he begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with Elohim after having begot Methuselah. And he served Yahuwah and despised the evil ways of men. And the soul of Enoch was wrapped up in the instruction, the Torah. When people are like, oh, Torah means this. Let's look at the definition of the word. Torah, if Bible Hub wants to load up. So, Torah. We go to the Hebrew. Little Bible Hub tutorial for those who've never used it. So, Torah has three definitions depending on context. Also, Abraham kept the Genesis 26, verse 5. Direction, instruction, law, Torah. And what do we see here? And the soul of Enoch was wrapped up in the instruction of Yahuwah. Enoch was a regular man. A regular man who loved the Most High. What's limiting us from following Enoch's example? I say when we keep these Shabbats, when we meditate on his word and on his laws, when we love our neighbors and we walk in the way and we walk in love and we walk in this truth, we're just like our father, Enoch. Because we all came from Noah, who came from Adam, came from Enoch. So this is our Great, 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 no need to be the dead horse. Grandfather. We have his blood flowing through our veins, you know? And in this day and age, people are like, oh, I do this like my dad. I do this like my grandpa. Well, this is our grandpa right here. Think about it. In knowledge and in understanding, and he wisely retired from the sons of men and secreted himself from them for many days. And it was at the expiration of many years, whilst he was serving Yahuwah and praying before him in his house, that an angel of Yahuwah called to him from heaven. And he said, here am I. And he said, rise, go forth from your house and from the place where you hide yourself and appear to the sons of men in order that you may teach them the way the true come on man come on it's, it's, it's literally in your face why don't we have Joshua in our bibles the way messiah the way the word come on the torah come on right and he said rise go forth from your house and from the place where you hide yourself and appear to the sons of men in order that you may teach them the way in which they should go and the work which they must accomplish to enter into the ways of Elohim. 
In Genesis, we just get this. Enoch walked with Elohim. Then he was no more for Elohim took him. You think that's it? And Enoch rose up according to the word of Yahuwah and went forth from his house, from his place, and from the chamber in which he was concealed. And he went to the sons of men and taught them the ways, excuse me, the Torah of Yahuwah. And at that time assembled the sons of men and acquainted them with the instruction, Torah, of Yahuwah. And he ordered it to be proclaimed in all places where the sons of men dwelt, saying, where is the man who wishes to know the ways of Yahuwah and good works? Let him come to Enoch. When people say, oh, the law is bondage. Honoring my parents is bondage. Awesome. You're going to put yourself under the bondage of who? The bondage of who? Of the law who made it. I'm under the bondage of my creator in the name of his son. All praise to the most high in Yahshua's name. And all the sons of men then assembled to him for all who desired this thing went to Enoch and Enoch reigned over the sons of men according to the word of Yahuwah. And they came and bowed to him and they heard his word and the spirit of Elohim was upon Enoch and he taught all his men the wisdom of Elohim and his ways. And the sons of men served Yahuwah all the days of Enoch, and they came to hear his wisdom. And all the kings of the sons of men, both first and last, together with their princes and judges, came to Enoch when they heard of his wisdom, and they bowed down to him, and they also required of Enoch to reign over them to which he consented. And they assembled in all, 130 kings and princes, and they made Enoch king over them, and they were all under his power and command, Melchizedek. And Enoch taught them wisdom, knowledge, proverbs. The fear of Yahuwah is the beginning of knowledge, of wisdom, and the ways of Yahuwah. And he made peace amongst them, and peace was throughout the earth during the life of Enoch. And Enoch reigned over the sons of men. 243 years and he did justice and righteousness with all his people and he led them in the ways Torah of Yahuwah look at that and also Jubilees chapter 4 verses 16 to 19 oh real quick let's go to uh Jasher chapter 3 verse 31 if it doesn't it just gets even more clearer Gets, it gets even more clear. And all the sons of men assembled and came to Enoch that day. And all the kings of the earth with their princes and counselors remained with him that day. And Enoch then taught the sons of men wisdom and knowledge and gave them divine instruction. How clear does it have to be? All praise to the Most High in Yahshua's name. The Most High does not deal in deceit. You're getting it right here in the word, baby. And he bade them serve Yahuwah and walk in his ways all the days of their lives. And he continued to make peace among them. Hallelujah. Not too loud. Quiet trumpet. All righty. Here we go. Jubilees chapter four, verses 16 and 19. 
And in the 11th Jubilee, Jared took to himself a wife, and her name was Baraka, the daughter of Rasujah, a daughter of his father's brother, in the fourth week of this Jubilee. And she bare him a son in the fifth week, in the fourth year of the Jubilee, and he called his name Enoch. And he was the first among men that are born on earth who learned writing and knowledge and wisdom and who wrote down the signs of heaven according to the order of their months in a book that men might know the seasons of the years according to the order of their separate months. And he was the first to write a testimony and he testified to the sons of men among the generations of the earth and recounted the weeks of the jubilees and made known to them the days of the years and set in order the months and recounted the sabbaths of the years as we made them known to him. These are the angels talking to Moses in jubilees. And what was and what will be, he saw in a vision of his sleep as it will happen to the children of men throughout their generations until the day of judgment. He saw and understood everything and wrote his testimony and placed the testimony on earth for all the children of men and for their generations. First Enoch. Read it. That's all I have to say about that. And then we move on to Genesis chapter six. So here's some things I got for Genesis chapter six, right here, Genesis chapter six, verse five. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So right here in my 1611 KJV, there's a side note. I wish I could pull it up on here. I couldn't find it. And, uh, but if you go to Genesis, if you go to Genesis chapter six, uh, man, it's not going to pop up in the camera, but there's a little star next to the word. So in Genesis chapter six, verse five, in the 1611 KJV, it says, and Elohim saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the side note that it says is, or the whole imagination. The Hebrew word signifies not only the imagination, but also the purposes and desires, which led me to look up the word, you know, imagination. So let's look that up. Imagination, the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses, the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. Now let's read Genesis 6, 5 again. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Right? Another translation says imagination, imagination, the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses, the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. You guys understand how bad it was? And then uh, a couple of verses I got for that right here. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 through 9. Thus says Yahuwah, 
Cursed be the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his heart, his arm, and whose heart departeth from Yahuwah. Right? That, that imagination, that inclination, right? For he shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusts in Yahuwah and whose hope Yahuwah is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when he cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Matthew 5, 18 through 19. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Genesis 6, 5. They had fully rebelled against the laws of the Most High's wickedness. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. This was a big deal, brothers and sisters. This was a big deal. And then for Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. Where it says, and Yahuwah said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever and is going astray. He is flesh and his days shall be 120 years. There's more context to this, right? Because Yahuwah is saying man has 120 years to figure it out because you see people live past 120 years post flood. So the context to this is in Jasher. When you go to Jasher chapter five, verses six to 11. So, uh, little uh, context to the uh, here we go hmm. so man was was getting real wicked after Enoch left the things were just getting out of hand and all who followed Yahuwah died in those days before they saw the evil which Elohim declared to do upon the earth and after the lapse of many years in the 480th year in the life of Noah when all those men who followed Yahuwah had died away from those away from amongst the sons of men, and only Methuselah was then left. Elohim said unto Noah and Methuselah, saying, Speak you and proclaim to the sons of men, saying, Thus saith Yahuwah, Return from your evil ways and forsake your works, and Yahuwah will repent of the evil that he declared to do to you, so that it shall not come to pass. Talking about that flood, that Canaan prophesied he was the first one to prophesy about it for thus saith yahuwah behold i give you a period of 120 years if you will turn to me and forsake your evil ways look at this behold i give you a period of 120 years now this makes sense he is flesh and his days shall be 120 years and that in that moment in this time in this time frame, if you will return to me and forsake your evil ways, then will I also turn away from the evil which I told you, and it shall not exist, saith Yahuwah. 
And Noah and Methuselah spoke all the words of Yahuwah to the sons of men day after day, constantly speaking to them. But the sons of men would not hearken to them nor incline their ears to their words, and they were stiff-necked. And Yahuwah granted them a period of 120 years, saying, If they will return, then will Elohim repent of the evil so as not to destroy the earth. So Noah and Methuselah, they were the first, quote-unquote, street preachers. Hallelujah. And then uh, this right here stood out to me. Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahuwah. Noah, again, just like Enoch, just like all these righteous regular men, born from Adam, regular run-of-the-mill guys who had extraordinary love for Yahuwah and obedience, right? But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahuwah. So let's go to Sirach chapter 44. Versus Sirach or Ecclesiasticus 44, chapter 17, uh, Sirach chapter 44, verses 17 to 18. Noah was found perfect and righteous. So people are like, oh, you can't be perfect. I'm like, perfection is through keeping the commandments. We are practicing perfection when we keep the commandments, right? Sirach 44, 17, 18, Noah was found perfect and righteous. In the time of wrath, he was taken in exchange. Therefore, a remnant was left to the earth when the flood came. Everlasting covenants were made with him that all flesh should not be blotted out by a flood. Check this out. What's the definition of righteous? What's the definition of righteous? Go to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It's definition of righteous. The definition of righteous, acting in accord with divine or moral law, free from guilt or sin, morally right or justifiable. Let's go to Genesis chapter 6, verse 25. Oh, oh my goodness. Deuteronomy. Oh, geez. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy 6, 25. Here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Yahuwah our Elohim as he has commanded us. So we are righteous when we do his commandments when we do what we want to do or make our own rules and all that we're not righteous it will be our so people are like you're self-righteous for keeping his laws i'm like that that's a contradictory statement noah was perfect you know how many people were probably riding noah's behind for doing what yahuwah said and not following their wicked ways deuteronomy 6 25 and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before yahuwah our Elohim, as he has commanded us. Practicing perfection, right? 
Wrong one. Here we go. Noah was found perfect and righteous. Genesis 6, 8. But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahuwah. Matthew 5, 48. The Messiah commands to be perfect too. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So we are commanded by Messiah to walk in perfection, a.k.a. keeping the commandments. And we're commanded through Messiah again, who is the word, right? The father, everything the father says comes through Messiah. And Yahuwah said to Moses, say to all the congregation of the people of Israel, you shall be holy, set apart for I, Yahuwah, your Elohim, am holy. What does that mean then, right? First Peter 1, 15 to 16. But as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves, set apart in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Luke 6, 36. Be merciful, even as your father is merciful. How about Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and 6? There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of Yahuwah, blameless. So... Had a little creepy crawly on me. Uh, and they were both righteous before Elohim, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of Yahuwah. Blameless. Blameless. Walking in all the commandments and ordinances of Yahuwah. Hmm. Hmm. All praise to the Most High in Yahshua's name. These were regular people regular run-of-the-mill people like you and me they weren't superheroes they weren't a batman or or superman or these superpower no these are just regular people just like you and me oh well faith like that's only about the these are regular people made from a man and a woman made by yahuwah through his son our savior Yahshua, regular people. We don't serve a wicked tyrant of a creator that would put rules on us that are impossible to follow. Perfection, and I wrote this little note, perfection is commanded and rewarded. We can all be perfect. Perfection and blamelessness is keeping the commands luke 1 5 through 6 and then right here again genesis 6 22 and noah did according to all that elohim commanded him so he did noah was spared from destruction as we and messiah walking in the commands are spared from the stuff that's about to go down from the lake of fire 
by doing what Yahuwah, by Hashem Yahshua, commands us. And Noah did according to all that Elohim commanded him, so he did. And he was an old man on top of that. Oh, I'm too old. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that when I'm old. an old man putting in this work, building this art, keeping the commandments, doing what he got to do. Come on, people. I love you guys. We got this. Keep striving. Keep fighting. We got this, guys. We got this. Through him, we got that. We don't got this of ourselves. We couldn't keep the Shabbat of ourselves. We were living stupid for Abba knows how long. But we found Mashiach. We're walking in these commandments. It's not hard. It's not why. Why would he give his creation, who he loves, hard rules to follow? Is it hard to take one day off? One day? One day? Is it hard to love your wife and your children? Is it hard to, to stay at home and not be messing around with no stupidity? No, but we make it hard. Wrap your head around that. I will forgive us for getting in our own way, trying to follow your way. Now, shoe's name, I mean. All right, and then I got a note for Genesis. Oh, put that back. Let's save this. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Put it in the comment section. I'm gonna do it for this one, but uh, let me know if you guys want me to uh, make like a like a note or like a file or whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I gotta figure out how I would do that. But if you guys want me to put like the studies, because I know you guys want to save them for, I'm just in case you guys want to save them for later. Excuse me. So I could like put it up there. That way you guys could like put it all down or just in case I'm going too fast or you catch it live and you miss it. You know what I'm saying? Let me know in the comments. All right. So here we go. Next, we got Genesis chapter seven. So Genesis chapter seven, verse one. And Yahuwah said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Right? Now, Yahuwah told Noah, come into the ark. Right? Get inside. Boom. Shut the door in. Right? Shut the door in. This reminds me of Passover. And... And in the last day, Revelation will be in New Jerusalem, right? Exodus chapter 12, verse 11 and 14. In this manner, so, you know, this is a Passover meal. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And on all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am Yahuwah. The blood shall be assigned for you upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague shall fall upon you to destroy you by the blood of the lamb. We still alive, man. When I smite the land of Egypt, this day shall be for you a memorial day and you shall keep it as a feast to Yahuwah. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as an ordinance forever. Think about that. 
Think about that. And Noah did according to all that Yahuwah commanded him. Man, he shut Noah into the ark, man. Like, similar to Passover, the safest place to be is an Abba's appointed place. Abba's appointed place at this time was the ark. And Noah was spared from the flood. Passover, be in their houses with the blood of the lamb over them. Now, we in Messiah, right? We in Shabbat, we home. Everybody's out partying, going crazy. You're at risk of getting snatched up by somebody. Somebody slipping something in your drink. Getting into a bar fight and somebody pulls a gun on you or a knife on you. Driving outside, making a purchase, a drunk driver freaking hit your car somebody runs up all, all types of things happen on friday nights shoot during the day on a saturday any anything could go down friday night saturday night we home with abba with our families taking a day off six days a week running around doing nonsense things of the world things of the nations Matthew 6.33, worrying about we shall eat, drink, or wear, man. One day, his place, and you safe. The safest I feel is on Shabbat, because I don't got nothing to worry about. I never feel safe when I worry. We're built that way, in my opinion. We're built that way to not feel safe when we worry. More specifically, when we worry about the things we ain't got no business worrying about if we're supposed to trust in the most high. Think about it versus when you worry about, oh, I wonder uh, what I'm going to do today at the gym. Now, nah, that's nothing. Oh, I'm a believer. Oh, I'm so worried. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. Before you even trust in him and you get scared. Built that way. I'm not surprised if that's on. Per I don't know. This is my opinion, but I noticed. Whenever, whenever we start worrying so much that we forget that he's taking care of us, that's when we feel the most vulnerable. That's the Ruach, man. That's the Ruach saying, yo, chill out. Chill out. You trust in him. Stop tripping. Man. Marvelous, man. It's marvelous. His marvelous light. Marvelous light. Man, what's that verse? I don't know that verse. I don't know the exact verse. Which is you called out of darkness into his marvelous light. All right. What's that? What's that verse? His marvelous light. Here we go. Uh, first, here we go. Here we go. First Peter 2.9. Uh, here we go. First Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for Elohim's own possession to proclaim the virtues of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Exodus 19, verse 5. Shout out to Bible Hub. Now, if you will indeed obey my voice, who's his voice? Yahshua HaMashiach. And keep my covenant, these laws. You will be my treasured possession out of all the nations, for the whole earth is mine. 
and unto me you shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. It don't get no better than this. Deuteronomy 26, 18, and today Yahuwah has proclaimed that you are his people and treasure possession as he promised that you are to keep all his commandments. If we call him our father, Noah called him father. Noah did everything he said. Noah and his family got in the ark. The Israelites that put the blood of the lamb on their door and were spared. They called him father. They trusted in him. Nothing happened to him. Messiah died in this stupid flesh suit. And his father brought him back from the dead to show us the reward. That he will never forsake us or abandon us. We got nothing to be scared of, Yasharal. He got us. But we got to believe that. Trust him. We got we to gotta trust him. We got to do it. Man, it's just too much, man. I've kept all these Shabbats and I don't. You, 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 me, 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 me. How long we've been living? You, 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 me, 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 me. And it wasn't until we found out that that don't make any freaking sense that we started doing him, 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 him. So we can't flip. We can't flip, man. So for, and then we go to uh, Genesis chapter seven, verse four through five, right? Yeah, where it says, and Noah did all that you who had commanded him. And I got these verses right here. Matthew chapter four. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Genesis chapter seven, verse four, right? Through five. This is what I want to, I, I thought this was pretty sick with the number 40, right? For in seven days, I will send rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights, right? 40 days and 40 nights of rain. This, this wasn't no, oh, it's okay, it just rain. No, like this was chaos, man. This was, this was crazy. And what, and what happened? And Noah did all that Yahuwah commanded him. Matthew 4, 1 through 2. Then Yahshua was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by Hasetan. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And he obeyed his father while Hasetan was, was troubling him. And the devil fled. Noah, 40 days and 40 nights. He did what Yahuwah commanded him. Good to go. That's a long time. Deuteronomy 9, 24 to 27. And they ended up getting tried in the wilderness for 40, for 40 years because of, they were just going so crazy. Deuteronomy 9, 24 to 27. You have been rebellious against Yahuwah from the day that I knew you. So I lay prostrate before Yahuwah for these 40 days and 40 nights because Yahuwah had said he would destroy you. And I prayed to Yahuwah. Oh, Yahuwah Elohim, destroy not thy people and thy heritage, whom you has reclaimed through your greatness. Whom you have brought forth, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not regard the stubbornness of this people, of their wickedness, of their sin. Moses atoned for his people, right? He sought atonement, he sought forgiveness for on behalf of his people. 
Messiah, on behalf of everybody, Noah. 40 days and 40 nights. I thought that was pretty cool. Something to think about. That's, a, that's, that's rough. Some of us can't even go two hours without Wi-Fi. Or a snack. I'm, 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 I'm not innocent, man. I, I, I trip too. This is humbling to me reading this stuff. You know, I, I'm like, man, dude, I'm, 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 I'm weak sauce. Compared to these guys, I'm, 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 I'm the weakest sauce there is. This is the goal. These, these were regular. And then it's like, oh, well, Messiah wasn't a regular guy. Let's go to Hebrews chapter four. Yes, no, Messiah by no means is a regular man, but he came in the flesh as a regular man to show us how it's done, right? What is a good leader, right? An unlawful order is giving somebody an order that you, that, that you won't follow. He proved that the Most High has been giving us lawful orders from day one because he came as one of us, right? What did Messiah do? Picture like this, right? You work for the sanitation department, taking out trash. Man, it sucks that I'm here covered in SHIT and I don't even know why I got this job. Woo, 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 woo. You ever guys ever seen the show uh, Undercover Boss? Messiah, boom. Put on the flesh suit, right? Put on the sanitation suit, taking out the track. Oof, oof. Now he's covered in SHIT and he's pushing. Come back from the dead. New, hey, you get this too, bro. Push, push, do what you got to do. Uh, here we go. And obviously that's me paraphrasing. You know, I'm not trying to bend or twist the word in any way. This is, you know, this is me. That's why this is the notes portion. You know, I can understand some people get sensitive with, you know, certain examples and stuff. So that's, that's my little disclaimer right there. But look, let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. All right. Let's go Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews chapter four. Hebrews chapter four, here we go. Hebrews chapter four. Starting at verse 12. For the word of Elohim is living and working and sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting through even to the dividing of being and spirits and of joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all are naked and laid bare, before the eyes of him with whom is our account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, Yahshua, the son of Elohim, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who was tried in all respects as we are apart from sin. Therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of favor in order to receive compassion and find favor for timely help. For we do not have a high priest unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who was tried in all respects as we are. Apart from sin. Noah did according to all that Yahuwah commanded him. Right? And Noah did according to all that Elohim commanded him. 
We can do it, guys. We can do it. Lastly, just to wrap this thing up, Deuteronomy 30, 11. Deuteronomy 30, 11. We'll wrap it up with that, and then we'll call it a night or morning, whatever. Who cares? It's Shabbat. We're having a good time. Now I ain't got nowhere else to be. I shoot. I hope not. Uh, all right. Deuteronomy 30, verse 11. Now, what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask, who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it? Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask, who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it? No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. Set before, see, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love Yahuwah, your Elohim, to walk in obedience to him and to keep his commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase and Yahuwah, your Elohim, will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. Deuteronomy 30, verse 11. Now, what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. Noah, Enoch, Canaan. Those are our fathers. So if our fathers can do it, right? Everybody, oh, my dad likes to ride a bike and he taught me how to ride a bike. Well, our fathers were teaching us that they were able to do what the most high, the name of his son, told them to do. So how about we start saying, like, my father Enoch, he kept, he did it. I can do it too. Food for thought. Let's pray. Abba, thank you so much for this Shabbat. Thank you for giving us the ability to fellowship together on, on this platform. I pray that we're able to keep fellowshipping on this platform until the time you decide that we aren't able to. I pray that we're able to remain in your shalom, in your love, in your peace, in your Shabbat. Thank you for blessing us with this, Father. Thank you for blessing us with our lives and the opportunity to turn back to you, to follow your son and being your spirit. In Yeshua's name, we give you all the thanks and praise. We thank you for this Shabbat. And we ask that you continue to discipline us and straighten us out and show us the way because your love, your law, all of it is your light. And you sent your son to set the example for us, Father. We are ever so grateful. In Yeshua's name, we give you all the thanks and praise. Amen. All right. I love y'all. And uh, we got two tracks for tonight. One, uh, this one is called Up by uh, Anaviel the Servant featuring Yardin and I Iman. And then the track after that is Messiah by Hezekiah. Enjoy and Shabbat Shalom.
change, that's the same thing Hello. I ain't have no drive, he indicated lane change He said humble, speak my word, and that's when his flame came Tony. Now we up Blessing runneth over in my cup, my cup yeah. Tell the devil he should give it up, give it up yeah. We chasing the kingdom, now we up, now we up. With me, I ain't really gotta ride with blickies. Repent on my shoes, spiffy. These kicks are not Balenci's. Right now, I feel the father in me. Demons cannot go to war against me. Half the time can't bother with me. Trade shots, tell them barter with me. Write them off like an author with me. Read the word, yeah, the sword is with me. Slice, 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 curve. Box them out like a barber with me. Going nuts like carver with me. Pause like a VCR is with me. I would say, don't move without them. Fall back like autumn with me. I live my life for him, but they'd rather live it dangerous. Your deeds in this life should be securing your arrangements. When I save a pen, no, it's not for entertainment Have you took a look within What are you really entertaining? But I can't get mad Cause no, I kept on wanting them Until the rain came I said repent Wifey saying change That's the same thing Hello. I ain't have no drive He indicated lane change He said humble speak my word And that's when his flame came Tony. Now we up Tony. Blessing runneth over in my cup, in my cup yeah. Tell the devil he should give it up, give it up yeah. We chasing the kingdom Now we up the most high amongst us Yeah, he watches me sin in comfort What you think is coming? Who you think arriving in thunder? Every tongue confess Every knee gon' have to hit lunges Spirit on me now Instrumentals, they be my lunches Got bars like a dungeon He speak for me, my words abundant The kingdom's within me Whether conscious or the subconscious I be seeing visions I see fire flowing like fountains Better seek repentance I feel I was going non-stopping We close to the endings And you not gon' make it without them Better find the entrance to the kingdom Why would you doubt them? Put your trust in riches, why? When existence go on without it When it's all said and done, are you gon' survive in an hour? Repent No, I kept on warning them until the rain came I said repent, wifey saying change, that's the same thing Hello. I ain't have no drive, he indicated lane change He said humble, speak my word, and that's when his flame came Tony. Now we up Tony. Blessing runneth over in my cup, my cup yeah. Tell the devil he should give it up, give it up yeah. We chasing the kingdom, now we up He walked the earth in the condition, felt the pain of his people In 40 days and 40 nights, he had to overcome evil You ever try to speak the truth, but nobody believed you He had a mission from the Father, go down die for his people Go read Isaiah 53, don't let go over your head He knew that he would get betrayed, but he was still breaking bread I am the truth, I am the way, I won't forget what he said He knew that he was about to die, but resurrected in the day No way I still keep my shalom The devil want us dead, he want us gone I can't wait until he covering the alarm No shalom Just hold on, keep them commandments Cause he right on his way Waking my people up, I want my people So to get saved Ain't no coincidence, we waking up all over the place He put that crown up on my head I wouldn't know what to say This one for Messiah, Messiah, Messiah this one for Messiah, Messiah, Messiah This one for Messiah, Messiah, Messiah This one for Messiah, 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 Messiah.
All praise to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the creator of heaven and earth. Father, you told Abraham to sacrifice his chosen son to prove his faith. And when he looked over, he see the ram caught in a thicket like thorns in his head. One time for the Savior. Abba Willie, we make it through this tribulation. And when the sun and the moon don't give his light no more, all you gonna hear around the world is Trump. This one for Messiah, Messiah, Messiah. This one for Messiah. Messiah, Messiah This one for Messiah, Messiah, Messiah This one for Messiah, 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 Messiah